Welcome to Head Place. I'm your host, Matt Cutler. Here, as always, is your musical guide, Eric Gerson. Hello. And we are very, very excited to be joined today by your guest meditation guide, Roberta Calindres. Hello. Thank you so much for being here, Roberta. Oh, it's my pleasure. And today, what I'd love to talk about is something that you know can get in a lot of people's way when they try to meditate. You can get stuck in your head. You can feel like you're overthinking things, like your mind is moving at a million miles an hour and you just can't calm it down. I certainly know that feeling. Yeah. Most of the time we're doing this, these guides, I'm thinking about other things. Yeah, what are you thinking about? Oh, you know, what I could have done in college. You know, I think about college a lot. Mm-hmm. If I spent my time there wisely. Yeah. Just, you know, things I have to do, be able to see, things to take care of. Shouldn't, shouldn't be bringing it into my brain right now. Okay. That. Don't judge it. Roberta, when you find yourself kind of stuck in your head, what are you thinking about? Usually I, you know, I battle with the, I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing, but, but being cerebral. You know, so I get, uh, I'm somewhere in that space most of the time where I, I, I think, am I thinking too much? Am I not thinking enough? Have I thought about every possible uh, point of the argument? Wow, so you're thinking about thinking. Yeah. That gets that's deep. really, that's very cerebral. Yeah. Well, let's see if we can sort of work with that today and okay. maybe find a, uh, a new way to incorporate that and move through it. Okay. So let's everyone just uh, get comfortable in your chair or on your cushion or on your blanket or wherever you're, you happen to find yourself today. Yeah. And take a nice deep breath in and let that breath out. One more breath in. Just focused on the breath, not thinking about anything, just the breath. I already feel better. Mm. One last breath in. Let that out, just let everything go and let your eyes gently, gently close. You see my problem? What if I may interrupt it? I know. Please. One of my things is that I. I find myself having my eyes open when they should be closed. Like, and vice versa. Like Sometimes metaphorically or, or for real? Yeah, that's a great question, actually. Maybe metaphorically, too, but, you know, breathing in tandem with other people and mm. having my eyes closed, I, I tend to drift off into my own space. Yeah. And uh, I have difficulty kind of uh, being on the same level or same wavelength. Sure. I think you're not alone in that. I think that's something a lot of us struggle with. In fact, why don't we, why don't we follow that? Why don't we do this guide with our eyes wide open? Mm. 
Just stretch your eyes as wide as they can go. Yeah. Open them. Let everything into your eyes. Yeah. Real wide. Feel them start to get really dry. Oh, yeah. Don't blink. Don't blink. If you blink, you reset everything. Should I look at one point or... Yeah, just stare at one point. Yeah, stare at one point. Pick a point like on the wall. I'm looking at that little indentation just right there in the that old wall okay my eyes are really burning yeah okay well oh, yeah maybe that wasn't I haven't my, changed my contacts in about three months and I'm, three I'm way, months. way overdue yeah okay so maybe that was a that was a, a they're still step. open I think they're stuck oh oh uh, try try and uh, close. Oh. there they go okay good okay so, I'm sorry. No, no, no. That was powerful. That was great. Okay, good. So let's try just clearing everything in our mind. So imagine a meadow. Mm-hmm. It's empty. There's some wild grass waving in the breeze and a few wild flowers adding little speckles of color to the landscape just want you to not think about anything, just to notice how that grass is moving. Roberta, it looks like you're deep in thought about something. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. That, that, it's... I'm sorry. That's okay. What's in your mind? I think, I think it's important to, to Well, yeah, it. you started talking about the willow and the grass, and I started thinking about Hamlet and Queen Gertrude and her speech. Oh, and wow. Ophelia and death. Okay, that's very, very heady. Yeah, you stuff. went Shakespearean yeah. within thirty seconds of a visualization. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. she draws a very clear image in that monologue. That is very true. Yeah. There's a willow. Mm-hmm. Grows a slant the brook. We might as well just go into that monologue. Yeah. Let's know. let's 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 not avoid. Or what? What just? What is it about Gertrude, Queen Gertrude here that? that you're thinking about? What does that image mean to you? She has lost so much. And she's able to remove herself from her own uh, sorrow to witness the loss that someone else is going through. And I think that's just more than I could achieve. Okay, and we're, yeah, we're going to just put all of that aside. Okay, we're going yeah, to acknowledge side, that and yeah, honor that, and we're just going to let that go. And now, I want you to imagine a placid lake, mm. a mountain lake. It's perfectly still. Wow. And looking at it, you see that it reflects the clouds above perfectly reflects them. It doesn't add anything. It just silently and calmly reflects what is. And I want you to try to stay in that. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm still thinking of Hamlet. Oh, okay. God, there's so much to think about. I know. I just thought about Ophelia drowning. Like, I know. God. It's just like, okay. It just, yeah, you just brought me there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, thinking about the lake and stuff, Ophelia drowning. And, 
those five acts. It's it's a long, long play. Yeah. yeah do you want to go? I mean, if, it sounds like it's on your mind. If you want to go into it, then. Oh, you know, I. It's that if that if that's okay. Yeah. Just I, everything belongs. Yeah. All right. Cool. I'm not judging. Good. I am judging, but in a positive way. That's good. Everything, yeah. No, I was just thinking of the thinking of the willow mm-hmm. and the phrase that you brought up. Mm. It's beautiful. Thank you. I wish I could say I wrote it. There is a willow grows as caught the brook that shows his hoary leaves in the glassy stream. Therewith fantastic garlands did she make of crow flowers, nettles, daisies, and long purples. That liberal shepherds give a grosser name, but our cull-cold maids do dead men's fingers call them. There on the pendant boughs her crowned weeds goes on from there. Yeah. That's about death. Yeah. And while I love the play Hamlet, it's sort of one of like an early pre-exist like a proto-existential text and it's very much about uh, uh, it's not about just putting thoughts away it's uh, about being kind of consumed by them is that right? Correct yeah Yeah. it's deliberately about experiencing grief yeah yeah and let's honor that and let's let that let's let that go yeah okay and um Let's imagine ourselves as a bird. Oh, yeah. A graceful bird, say a, a condor, not even flapping our wings. We're just riding one thermal thrust of air to the next. Yeah. We're letting the wind carry us. We're moving silently through the air and through the clouds. Not expending any effort, and we're not resisting. We're just living with what is. Roberta, you're like, it looks like you're sort of like pretending to stroke a beard. You're doing like a very thoughtful thing where you're like, you're pretending like you have a beard and. You look very professorial. What's what's on your mind? Let's have it. I just was imagining the feeling of wind coming through pores in my bones. Okay. And gliding me uh, through the air. The wind coming through your bones. Yeah. Okay. Which is how I understand flight. Yeah. I can't confirm or deny that. But. Uh, neither can I. I think I just, I think that's how I learned it and or imagined it and now it's truth. You really focused kind of on the the physicality, the body, the kind of uh, vulnerability of the body and the mortality of the human body, how yeah. it's sort of our in-birth is our death. Um, wow. I didn't know. Now you've got me doing it. Wow. I mean, yeah. But it's okay me. to go there, you know. Sometimes I think we don't allow ourselves to think of these things, and we we have to. You know, we have to live in the questions and live in the thoughts and in the processes. Yeah. Processes. Yeah. 
And let's take a nice deep breath in. Let that out. It's weird that the Lion King is like Hamlet, you know? Is it weird? Is it on purpose? I mean, it's probably on purpose. I think it's on purpose. It's on purpose. It's just crazy, you know? It's just like, ugh. So heavy. Well, you know. I mean, uh, Clueless is uh, essentially Jane Austen, right? Oh, true. And Ten Things I Hate About You is Taming of the Shrew. That's right. Mm -hmm. I can't remember uh, Simba's mom's name. In the mm. moment, it's not coming to me, but she not kn- Nala. That's his, no, that's no, his no. wife. It's uh, something. It's like Sabari S- or something. Yeah, something like that. She doesn't remarry, which Queen Gertrude did. So it's like a an interpretation. Yeah, it's a loose interpretation. Hamlet, yeah. But it's not like it's not strict. Yeah, it's not going to be tied to the material. It's right, you wouldn't say, it. "Oh, isn't that just the story of Hamlet?" There's no lions in Hamlet either. That's not, true. Not in Denmark, there aren't. No. No. There's no lions in Denmark. And there's no judgment here no. in Head Place. God, it's good to be here. Thank you so much for listening to Head Place. And please be sure to check out Roberta on The Deuce on HBO. And please also check her out on Michael Levitin's podcast, The Tell. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 